up with that? Welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny, and I am joined today by not DP, not AJ, not Dave. It's DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, and I couldn't be happier that he is here with me today. We've had a chance to do a bunch of fun stuff together, uh, but none of it's been just shooting the ish on the current parts of our favorite main roster the wwe roster but first of all thanks for coming on board we had fun yesterday recording a little big four uh imagine you got mindless tomorrow night recording yeah i got a busy week i did not only the big four with with you and dave then right after that i had to ditch ditch out early on you guys because i ended up doing a watch along with uh, my my co-host rob on my show on another guy's show this guy ej and then I'm here with you tonight. I had to check with my talent manager, i.e. my girlfriend, to you know make sure she didn't mind because she knows we're recording our show tomorrow night. And I was like, she's like, go ahead. And I'm like, you know, I may, you know, I haven't been on the bandwagon nerds in a while. And I don't I don't ever want Patrick O'Dowd to uh, th- think that he got the better of me. So I, I may try to I may try to whore myself in there this weekend and see if I can rattle his cage a little bit. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I'm always down for that. Um, well, cheers to you. Hey, cheers, man. I don't have a drink in front of me. I, That's okay. That's all right. I totally flaked out tonight. Yeah, it's all good. Sometimes you need a night off. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Um, we kind of we kind of bitched about uh, what we hate about our jobs right now yesterday. Uh, yeah. But why don't we talk about a little fun stuff before we get into it? What What do you got going on this weekend or any upcoming weekends? I know I mentioned to you we're recording here on Wednesday. I'm going to go see Blue Beetle tomorrow after work. So that's one of my things in, in a little golf this weekend. How about you? Uh, probably just lay low, do some stuff around the house. i got to mow my lawn. We've got a cruise coming up in four weeks. Spend some, so, spend some time with your talent manager. <laughs> spend some time with the talent manager. <laughs> keep, keep her happy. Um, yeah, Basically, like I said, we're going on a cruise in a week, so all of our like um, crazy – go out and do stuff stuff is kind of on hold right now we may go grab like lunch and a drink or something but i don't really have anything major planned this weekend it's nuts because i literally went away for three nights on a golf trip last month and we left on thursday morning and i get done with work on friday and i'm like 
I have a shit ton of stuff to do before tomorrow morning, and I'm getting picked up at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and I got everything done, you know, hit the grocery store, hit the Walgreens, hit, I think I had to stop at Kohl's, come home, do laundry, get everything set so the cats were good for three nights, you know, uh, cut the grass. Only thing I didn't do was cut the grass on top of my head, so I went on vacation, you know, with a... With needing a hair. Oh, yeah. My, my, speaking of which, mine's horrible. I'm way past due for are you, head shaving. Are you going all the way down? Uh, I'll probably take it down to a one. I don't go to the skin too often, uh, you know, being that it's a million degrees in Florida uh, right now. Yes. I may just to get a little bit of sun on the top of my bald ass head. But um, yeah, that's not often. I usually take it down to a one or a two. Beard is looking good as always. Do you think there's a possibility of a beard contest on the cruise? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, if it, if it is, I'll sign up. I you should, I, you should put, you should make sheets like a dozen of them, right? Take them with you, pack them in the bottom of your bag. And just like the second day, just post them in the most trafficked area. Just kind of walk by and keep going <laughs> with a little thing. It's a meet it here and blah, blah, blah. I bet you get a bunch of people. Beard con, yeah, probably a great turnout for a beard contest. <laughs> now we're uh, we, my girlfriend and I, we do a lot of. Um, well, I say a lot. We have our annual Renaissance Festival here oh, yeah. uh, in January and February, and we we always dress up. She's a she's a seamstress. She makes costumes, things like that. And last year we took uh, we were on a three day cruise, and for one night we dressed up in one of our costumes. Big hit, man! Oh, Everybody sure. on the boat loved it. The staff was taking pictures with us. It was a great time. We're on four nights this year, so we'll probably take two outfits. I'm, I'm planning on going full kilt one night, and then we'll do another night where we dress up a little nicer. And well, tell everybody where they can find you on social media so that they can see these pictures. Uh, you can find me on uh, well the the app formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Speaking of formerly knowns, right? <laughs> <laughs> formerly known as Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the mindless pod. Uh, if you're interested in finding me on Instagram, uh, I'm Tats Deej, T-A-T-T-S-D-E-E-J. Uh, I don't post to either one a whole lot. I'm not a big social media guy. Um, but if you want to look, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I know. It's like mainly Twitter I have because it, like it's how we keep in touch with each other on the network, you know? Yes. But I'm like, otherwise I wouldn't really check any of them. I think I went over to the gram and had to get that because I wanted to get threads and I wanted to get my handle, even though like no one's probably going to take my fucking PC tunny, but you never fucking know. So I go to threads and they're like, sign in with Instagram and there's no other option. And I'm like, Okay, now I got an Instagram account too, and I never wanted any of this fucking shit. So yeah, what can you I do? post to Instagram like once every three or four months? I was on there today because I follow a bunch of people and just randomly out of the blue, and you know, this I, I there's Liz Hurley <laughs> on my Instagram, so I fell down that rabbit hole, pal. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> was, uh, you mean yeah. Elizabeth Hurley, the actress, right? Uh, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie from of hers? Uh, Bewitch. Uh, was it Bewitched? What was the one she did where she was the devil? With Brendan Fraser? Yes. Bedazzled. That one. That one. I, I own that. that movie. I own yeah. that. Oh, that's the best. That movie I love that movie. So underrated. When when Brendan Fraser is switching to the different parts of himself and learning all the flaws of his different characters is just yeah. it's phenomenal. It is so it good. It really is. Oh. It really is an underrated gem. Yes. Yes, 100% agree. All right, well, I'm glad we got to that. I mean, we give everybody yeah. that. You know, check out uh, DJ on the cruise, looking fly in his Renfair uh, garb, and then, uh, you know, 
just stay tuned here and everything Chairshot Radio Network. That's where you can find the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, DWI, everything else. And don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. When we get back, we're actually going to talk some wrestling right here on Chairshot Radio Network. Oh, you know what help is a little volume on the sound. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. DWI 389. I'm joined with DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. You can listen to him tomorrow morning right here on ChairShot Radio Network. All those podcast morning posts i know once in a while we'll have a, a two post day but every day in the morning those podcasts drop at 5 a.m eastern and i strategically wanted that so even if you're on the east coast and you're going to get up at quarter to five to go for a run and you need your favorite podcast it's posted west coast you know how it is it's always there when you get up in the morning um, unless you stay up all night then it's there for you at 2 a.m what can i say listen to us on your morning commute there you go Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with nope. that at all. Ring the bell for DJ right there. All right. I got a plethora of topics. I'm going to skip the... Well, let's do it. Well. Well. We're waiting. Well, it's the Do you want to angelically sing sheet like Dan and AJ or pass? Is that a hard pass? Uh, pass. Yeah, pass. Okay. That, that, that's those guys' thing. Yeah. I wish, they, I wish their thing would be passing on it, too. Um... Just got to get over a little bit right now. DP and AJ on assignment, although AJ may pop in here. There is supposed to be a rundown on this uh, rundown, a run in on this show as well. So we'll just keep that a surprise for now. I won't put it in the uh, the the show topics either. So that way it'll be nice and fun for everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, Jay quit the bloodline Smackdown and WWE. Should Shinsuke get a run with the title? Will Gunther beat Gable and pass the Tonkster? What should be done with the tag titles? And a last call today. MJF. X posting. And drinking a prime. Reaching out to Logan Paul. That sounds like a hell of a last call. So let's that, get that's, into that's it. That's huge. Yeah, let's get into it. I don't have a bell like DP is, but we could just go. It's kind of weak. Ring the bell. Yeah, that was kind of weak. I didn't like that one. I'm going to boo myself. That's enough. We don't need the whole clip. All right, let's get into it here. Uh, DJ and PC right here, DWI 389. Jay, after coming down and not accepting his brother's apology, super kicking every Samoan in the building, looks into the camera right before exiting up and out through the crowd. I quit the bloodline. I quit SmackDown. And or I'm leaving the bloodline. I'm leaving SmackDown. I don't remember which one it was. And I quit WWE. And the next day, WWE moves his fucking picture into the alumni section. And DJ, this is a well-deserved break for one Jay Uso, is it not? Oh, absolutely. This guy has been like the MVP of not only SmackDown because for a while, when you know they were the tag team champions. Those guys were working two nights a week, and that's not even including the house shows. 
Um, so they were they were killing it. And if anybody, you know, on on WWE's roster deserves a break, it is Jay Uso for sure, and probably followed a close second by his brother. Yeah, he he kind of got a little break there when he had some of his troubles along the way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what's uh? Is it just a surprise comeback to help the bloodline? Is he come back and get called back in for Roman needs him? Does he come back on his own? What do you what do you see for Jay in the future here? I I think Jay's return is going to hinge very heavily on what they do with Roman, obviously, because he's tied to the bloodline. I I see a scenario where we either get some crazy surprise Roman face turn, and all of a sudden there's like this the bloodline's in peril and Jay's got to come in and save. I know that sounds cliche because, you know, wrestling's been doing that for 50 years, but I see a scenario where that happens. I like the nuance here that they did with this with Jimmy. Basically when he apologized, he basically said, look, he's like, I didn't do this for Roman. You know, I did this so you don't turn out like Roman. And it's, it's, it's Jimmy basically adding the layer to the story that the, um, the, the tribal chief role is cursed, and it makes you do bad things. I don't know if you ever saw the uh, the Hobbit movies, but think of how the, uh, the the dwarves were with the gold. They got into them, and I'm probably really, really reaching here on an explanation, but the dwarves, the, the gold was a sickness, and the Arkenstone and everything, it was just all a sickness, and the bloodline is similar to that. And, and Jimmy's kind of like, okay, Roman is, I don't want you to be that. And I loved that nuance. I just love that layer to the story. Power corrupts the best of men, you would say? You know? Yes, yes. And that's kind of where Roman's at. Um, even though in his mind, he may be completely justifying it to himself, saying, well, look what I've had to do to, you know, keep the honor, uh, you know, for the bloodline. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know where they go from here. Is it is a fatal four-way for that title? What, what should happen at Survivor Series? I don't know. Does this kind of get resolved before then and he comes back and ends up having a feud with some other faction and we get war games with the bloodline it seems like that would be ah oh man it's too bad we, we don't have the bloodline and and uh the judgment day on the same brand but right we might next the, year <laughs> the dirtiest of the sheets have said that you know jimmy and jay always wanted a one-on-one -on -one wrestlemania match with each other Maybe, yeah. the problem there is we're still six months away from wrestlemania mm -hmm. You know, do you drag? I mean, do, unless Jay's taking like a legit rest of the year off, right? Like he doesn't come back to, and like he's an entrant, like Rumble. the Royal Rumble time. Yeah, yeah. If Jay, if Jay just takes the rest of the year I off, don't. which he's deserved, that's that's a long time for a top guy to be out. I just don't think that as hard as I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he, if he wanted to, and <clears> they had it planned for him, and that's what they want to do, that that they shouldn't do it. But I think that he personally would probably be thinking, I've worked this hard for this many years to finally be in this position and in one of the greatest storylines of all time. I don't know that I want to take that much time off right now, you know? Right. People forget. And again, we've talked about this on my podcast, people who go out with an injury. And I'll use Finn Balor as, as my example. When you're a top person or you're somebody who's on the ascent and you get injured or you go out for a period of time, and, you know, I could see a similar situation with Jey Uso. Fans have moved on. You know how fickle fans are. You know how they quick they move on to the next big thing. We've already got, you know, L.A. Knight, who is just 
tearing it up right now. And, you know, now they've WWE is almost going to be forced to find a spot for him. What is, who's the next LA Knight? Who's the next person that comes up with something that fans latch onto? And suddenly you've got Jay Uso getting pushed to the back of an even longer line. And I'll let you, I'll let you do the honors. Well, I mean, Ray Cash is here. We said a run in was coming. We didn't put it in the uh, show rundown, so you did not know. But if you didn't know, now you know. If it makes sense, Hello? if it makes sense, it's because he's making dollars. Is Ray Cash? Did you just say I hit row? Did it know? Did he? If you didn't know. Now you know. Yeah, that's just I've I've been saying that forever. Oh, you oh, didn't know. Somebody that, had, well, that see, that's different. Somebody uh, said that. Yes. Or somebody said that before too. Well, no, never. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that ever in life. You guys should be. I don't want to say lucky because that that's that's arrogant. Should be happy that I chose to come on and didn't make you wait because I just got my new chair. Oh. And oh. I want to make my chair, but I was like, no, nah, I told him I would come. So hey, everybody, you, DJ, what, what it do, brother? Why don't hey, you, man, Rickash, good to see you, brother. Why don't you, you put too, it together man. on the show? Too much work. Uh, no, I want to hear him get all the <laughs> I would want to watch. Yeah, I know. People, and, hey, hey, hey go to go to see how it took for me to get these monitors mounted. You go, would understand. Go to, <laughs> go to, go to X right <laughs> now and vote. Because I got, I got to call myself out here. When I start putting these projects together, Tina gets so mad at me because I turn into a freaking five-year-old. I have such a tantrum if shit doesn't go my way. And there's been so many things in this house that I'll start and I'll get so she's like, you know what? Just step the fuck away. Let me finish this. And she'll she'll finish no. like this desk I'm sitting at here. I got she we it was a joint effort, but there was a point where I was ready to throw this thing away. And the best part of um this desk is when we were putting it together, the instructions about halfway through said stop and take a drink. Because they knew it was oh <laughs> it, it said stop and pour yourself a drink. Decompress. Decompress. Get a little drunk. And come back later. That's real. I, my only my issue is this. I, I hate when stuff that's supposed to make sense doesn't make sense. That's what drives me crazy. So I feel you. I don't understand you believe why you're a wrestling fan then. <laughs> None of it makes any damn sense. I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment. So, have you ever listened to how hot he gets on these shows? <laughs> so, Ray, we were we were uh, we were almost coming to the end of the conversation, um, but we were talking about what happens with Jay. How long is he gone? What does it look like when he comes back? What What are your thoughts? So, I'm cool with the way they did it. I would have liked. To have them almost stolen from the old Taker versus Kane thing, I will not fight my brother and have Jay leave because of that. Right? But they flipped it, making Jimmy try to be not sympathetic, but apologetic. And then, which made Jay have to be the one with the opposite demeanor, which still worked. Especially the way he kind of tricked him in for the hug and super kicked him in and was like, ooses deuces. Cool. I'm with that. With that being said, you remember when um, Philip Jack Brooks won the title of Money in the Bank and left and everybody said he should have been gone and went to the Indies and did all this? You could do that with Jay. You could have Jay pop up at some other places, 
saying I'm really done, and then pop up. Now, what brings him back, I don't know. I do know that I don't expect him and Jimmy to wrestle in the singles until WrestleMania. Maybe multi-man match. Maybe he's a surprise entrance at the Rumble. If anybody could deserve a, 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 some time off, it is Jey Uso. Because he has went nonstop for three years. You echoed a lot of the sentiment about that that we both had. But I brought up the point that does he really want to take a lot of time off right now? He's worked his entire career to be the number one storyline of all time, basically. And probably one of the top five workers in the world. If you're guaranteed that you, your spot isn't going to be the same and the money's not going to be different, then yes. No, no. What I'm saying is he doesn't – I would – I personally, if I was that and, and in my craft, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to miss any part of this time. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yes, I do. But I think, number one – it's just a question. I'm this not is, trying to sway you one no, way or the other, no, but no, I'm no. thinking and it's a fair part question, of me, but part of me one, would think that immediately. Number one, because we don't do this, DJ notwithstanding, we 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 ignore unfairly how taxing this is in the body. So maybe a few months off is good for him because, like I said, he has been the most featured performer in the company in three years, in the past three years. Every show, every house show, every house show main event, every dark match main event, two matches a night sometimes, like he's been the guy. So no, And while Jay, Jimmy has been injured twice and missed multiple times, multiple times. So like he, well, there's that too. Um, chauffeurs are necessary. Um, so that's number one. And number two, if this was the Attitude Era, if this was Ruthless Aggression, this was 2007, I get you because um, to quote Goody Mob, one monkey don't stop no show. You gone, we move on without you. Here, the world is different in WWE to where you can leave storyline reasons and come back in the same position, if not hotter. I think him showing up every week is going to hurt the story because it's going to necessitate him and Jimmy getting into it physically. You can't just have all this happen and then next week. Oh, Jay, you, who you, so, you're wrestling. What do we got? I, I don't know. Uh, Lou Gallows. Like, that's not going to happen. It, it doesn't work that way. So we got Payback and then Fast Lane and then Crown Jewel and then Survivor Series, right? Yep. Okay. I would say, boy. Fastlane or the SmackDown after Crown Jewel. That's he'll be back before Survivor Series. So you think he'll go over for a Saudi payday? I mean, well, if he's he? back by if he's back, if he's like surprise comeback at Fastlane to help something <clears> out, you know. But is Roman going to even wrestle on any of these cards until Crown Jewel? So that's the other thing too. Does he show up in Saudi out of blue? But I don't think him. He had it. I think the good the best thing about that situation with Jimmy and Jay is that that was, I think, essentially the end of the Romans portion of the bloodline story. Now we have fractured to Jimmy and Jay and what they do. And when is Solo going to turn on Roman? But the interaction between both entities separately together, I believe, for the most part, is done, which is, I think, necessary. If you could also have the thing, like, I think DJ was alluding to it earlier, like, you could turn Roman and the whole faction face if that, you know, 
for some reason, Jay comes back and makes a save, and then Roman apologizes and brings him back in, and then everybody's good again. Roman has been so dastardly. <laughs> that I didn't that say tomorrow. One, I didn't say tomorrow, Jerry. Right. One, he, one, nobody would believe it when it happened. But two, <laughs> let me let me give you a perfect example. He think, you know how long? He, he telling me I'm so wrong that no one would believe my scenario. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that nobody would believe Roman if he came out and said I, I accept your apology. <laughs> nobody would believe him. Um, two, you remember how long it took for the crowd to fully embrace Seth again after he turned on the shield? It was faced for three years almost, and they still was like, mm, "We like you, but I don't know." It took for him making up with Ambrose. For the crowd to fully, really believe in him again. I mean, I was—I don't know about you, but I was there when the man got booed at uh, in 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 the um, match with Ziggler, the uh, Iron Man match. Yeah, so they were interested in counting down. That not, and this was a feud that everybody said was top tier. And then the big match comes. We're waiting on, and the crowd's more interested in playing five, four, three, two, one, than watching. But- do you really think that was just because they hadn't fully embraced Seth, or were the? Because I feel like the crowd were just being dicks and, you know, just kind of, just kind of, did what they do. Well, that's definitely a major part of it. But then you have to ask, why were they? There's got to be a reason for everything, right? Like, very rarely are there crowds that just uh, want to be dicks just to be that. Human nature comes to mind. <laughs> right, and and if this was in New York or Philly or Chicago, then yeah, I would be like, yeah, you're right. It wasn't in any of those cities. But I think a good portion of it was, okay, forget for, forget that feud. Seth Triple H. Seth wasn't, for the most part, wasn't sympathetic. People were, people were pulling for Seth because Triple H was dastardly, but Seth was the babyface by proxy. There was a good portion there where Seth had to earn the goodwill of the crowd back. Roman's going to have to earn the goodwill of the crowd, not to be to be cheered organically he's always going to be cheered because he's over because he has a fan base and because he's the biggest best performer but i'm talking about cheered in the sense of we love you because you're good he he might not turn back at some point he will before his career's over but he might not sure. very well make that turn until after he loses the title <clears throat> as well so that's i mean i i'm just throwing scenarios out there i i don't right now i Let's all make a prediction. I'll say Jay's back before, at the latest, Survivor Series. I'd go with that. I'd go I, with I, that. I like I like your idea of him popping up at uh, Crown Jewel. But then you, I really don't understand how you get from that to Mania with them not having a formal match. I don't know how you do it. That's why I think this whole thing, that's the only thing about all this that I'm questioning, because obviously the, you know, Jay and Jimmy want a one-on-one WrestleMania match, but like I was telling, you know, Tony, before you came on, that's still six months away. Like, what are we doing with Jay for six months? It's longer than that, actually. It's like closer to seven. But still, I mean, yeah, I could see him taking 90 days off. I could see him... Pop up at some indie shows. WWE is working closely with Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. Let him show up there and do something. That's where he there's was a, trained, by the way. That's where he was trained. So it makes there's already a story built in right there. 
You know, if, you know, if WWE is working with any other indie promotions, let him show up there. I mean, you can make that part of the story. By the I, way, um, Umaga's son, Zilla Fatu. He's wrestling for book. Wrestles for book. Uh, I, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's single digit percentage chance that Jade actually works somewhere else. Okay. You're probably, you're probably right. I just, I think AJ Styles took the championship and wrestled at a couple of indie shows when he was world champion the first time. And I just think, number one, the goodwill that that could breed with indie, with the correlation between indie companies and, and WWE and continuing that pipeline, because Tony's literally, literally buying that pipeline with multiple indies. But also, too, man, just for something for the fans to be to say it's cool. Like, how cool is it when you have a house show and a title change happens at a house show? Everybody pays attention because it yep. never happens. Right. So stuff that never happens is all it's especially in this era where it's 24-7, where the cameras are always on, where someone's paying attention. Like, I think it'd be cool to just be like, hey, is that Jay Uso in progress? Like something like that would be I think would be really cool. Not necessary. I think the, be cool. the brief counterpoint to to one of your points there would also be that WWE doesn't go out and get young indie talent really for the most part anymore. They go and get athletes and turn them into what they want. Like the percentage yeah. of people at NXT training camp now is is larger and larger of these people with no wrestling background whatsoever. You know, yeah. and then if they make it and they and they know that they want to be on a WrestleMania someday. They're going to show up there anyway, right? Even if it takes as long as L.A. Knight did. But, I mean, it, it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Nick did walk that back a little bit, but still, you're right. That is the primary focus of recruiting now. And NILs helped them massively in the situation. Because, like, if and when the Cavender twins decide to actually step in the ring, instantly going to be one of the most over acts in the company. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Instantly. For sure. Let's move on. Let's stay in the title scene with the World Heavyweight Championship. And, Ray, I'll, I'll let you go first here. The question here is, should Shinsuke, not does Shinsuke deserve, by the way, should yeah. Shinsuke get a run with the Heavyweight Championship, World or you Undisputed, whatever? Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be, a, waste of, it'd be a waste of a career, I think. Now, when I say that, that's not me saying that his career has been a waste. You mean I'm it's a waste it, on WWE's part that they missed out on having him in their championship lineage. Absolutely. And if we're <clears throat> honest, they messed up by not giving my boy the title at WrestleMania, or at least post-WrestleMania when he won the um, the uh, Royal Rumble. The Rumble, yeah. Like, I can understand not <clears throat> winning at Mania because he turned. The next show he should have won. Yeah, dropping st- three straight to AJ Styles was unacceptable. Honestly, and I love AJ. I'm a big mark for AJ Styles, but yeah. I for him to drop go go you know three and or zero oh and three in in that feud just was unacceptable to me. So Shinsuke is a genuine, and we use this term too much, but he's a genuine living legend, right? The things he did in Japan, the things he did in his MMA career. Yes, MMA career. Man's got like 12 MMA fights. Like, um, 
you know, these nature. And yeah, he's older and he picks his spots more, but he also understands timing better. He understands angles and positioning in front of the camera better. Um, he seems to have found his character again. Um, yeah, it'll be a waste on WWE's part if they don't win, don't get it. Plus also, and you're going to roll your eyes at this, Tiny, because and I, I get it. You should. <laughs> I just but, did, even before you said it, because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you pretty well. Um, I love you too, Ray. Uh, it, I know you don't think this is this. I don't like to say you don't think this mat, this is real, but you may not think it matters as much as maybe me or DJ does. But people look at situations like this to say, is it possible? When Cody got re-signed and was given the push of all pushes and was made to look like a conquering hero, had the big loss and then continued to still look like the man, that made those guys over at AEW say, well, maybe they'll, maybe I got a chance to be pushed like that. All these people in New Japan who eventually going to have to make a run. Like, you, why you? The reason we got so many Joshis over here is because Oscar came and went, held the title for two thousand days, or facetious. You know what I'm saying? But like, literally, was a buzzsaw for four years. And even though people say she's been, she's won every accolade there is to win in that company. I call bullshit on anybody who has anything negative to say about Oscar's WWE run. You can she's flip gone. that shit right out the window. She's been awesome. They've Speak been good to her. I won't hear it. I don't think I'm any. I don't think any female talent on the roster, on the main roster, and her time in NXT, that time period <clears> from the NXT and then up into the main roster time. I don't think any other, maybe even male talent besides Roman, has been booked better than Asuka. Even Charlotte. Her win loss record back... is not flawless, but it's better than most of the women on the in, in on the main roster. She's easily the, with respect to Bianca, maybe now because this three-year run has been legendary in its own right. But over her run, she's easily the most successful non-four horsewomen, and probably more successful than some of the four horsewomen. Yeah, she's the second. Um, she's she's the second best women's wrestler in the world, in my opinion. I would agree with yeah. that. But now think about this: Oscar got here, and then after Oscar got here, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. Saray, who was here for a minute, like that don't happen if Oscar don't say, don't show them that I can go over here and they'll treat me right. So with Shinsuke coming over, there were some people. There's, I guarantee you, there was a chance they could have got some other guys from over there. But they're looking at him like saying, "Well, why didn't Shinsuke win the world championship?" Well, Shinsuke is successful, but he disappears for three months and then pops up. The goodwill that that'll show the the uh, the audience and the the and the locker room, like. Like there's a there is a outside crazy chance that Okada could come to WWE one day. Right? He's this man is like twenty-nine going on sixty-five. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? No, I, know so, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He he's gonna come back to the States eventually. There's nothing left for him to do. Well, and Shinsuke's already said he wants a match with him. And Okada loves working in America. I think he's mentioned that ad nauseum. He loves work. Every time he's in the States, he, he goes to WWE and goes backstage and hangs out. Yeah. Every time. I think Shinsuke is very happy in America. If you listen to interviews yeah. that he does oh, yeah. and the way you know, a lot of the, his, his uh, co-workers and friends say, like, 
he, they're like, he, he really just loves wrestling for WWE and doing his thing mm-hmm. there. And then he loves to surf. And that's it. That's all he wants to do. This game must surf. Yeah. By the way, uh, there's a, there's still a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, my particular, about the way Kushida was was booked. It's, it's, and I'm not, and it, it wasn't malicious. It's just they had way too many people. But yeah, like, he was really he, a victim of a great roster. Yeah. But you know, Kushida, who was they called him the ace, the ace of the junior division, because he he ran that junior division so long. And he couldn't get on the show. So, like, Shinsuke being prominent again, winning a world title, continuing to be at these level, will possibly look make some Japanese rest. Because before Shinsuke, let's keep it a buck. Can we keep it a buck? Before oh. Shinsuke, how many <clears throat> legitimate Japanese wrestlers can you say were taken seriously in WWE? Male. Hakushi was the closest they ever came. To pulling the trigger on, a, on an Taka. actual Taka. Japanese from the motherland wrestler. Taka? Tajiri was a joke. Taka. Taka was Kaiatai? Taka Michinoku. No, when, when he, he first was, came over, he first was what, came over, light heavyweight champion yeah, or something for a little bit. Yeah. Taka had a run. Yeah. Uh, yes, Taka that's had what I'm a saying. run. I'm not saying <laughs> that's, he did but it. that's it. That's I mean, that's, well, you know. Kenzo Suzuki was a joke. What about the, any? can we do a fake um Japanese wrestler. I knew you were gonna say Yoko. I knew you were gonna go there. No, he doesn't count. <laughs> no, that's that bloodline. Count, that's bloodline, huh? Okay, well, uh, what was that fucking well, flag for? And Mr. Fuji and all that Avenue. shit. Yeah, I mean, like we were, you know, we were talking on the Big Four last night. The guy, the guys, uh, was Orient Express, absolutely dead in the water, dead on arrival. Um, Mr. What Fuji? was Mr. Fuji? What's my boy Patanaka? Yeah, well, they yeah. Were, Fuji was a three-time tag champ, though. Fuji was a beast. Yeah. Until he got old. I I don't think, like I don't, I don't think it's a loss for either if he never wins a world title on the main roster. He won the NXT World Championship, right? Yeah. He did. Okay. He dominated and actually. I I I think I would rather put it this way. Myself and a lot of others included would just love to see him become a world champion on the main roster. I don't know that that time is right now against Seth Rollins, to be honest with you. Um, ooh. Um, I, can I disagree? I, yeah, no, I, no, I'm with no, Ray on this one. No, and no, I'm a you Seth can't. boy. Seth is my boy. <laughs> I think <laughs> can I disagree? Can I disagree? Long... No. You sit there and put your chair together. <laughs> I, well, look. <laughs> I think Seth is taking that thing as far as he can go because inevitably he's going to have to wrestle Cody and lose. So the best thing to do is let him lose it before he got to wrestle Cody and lose. And that way you actually have some story behind it. And then you could give the possibility of Seth winning the Royal Rumble and facing Roman at 40. DJ, last, last thoughts here on, on the Shinsuke world title. I think it's very hard to answer that question without throwing the word deserves in there. And, you know, for all the it's, it's hard to like, really. And for all the reasons that Ray said, he's a bona fide legend. He's he's a, you know, it's there's just so many reasons why he should. Um, yeah, I think, you know what, run with it. And, you know, that just that could even open up a whole other discussion. They had talked years ago about the possibility of an NXT Jap, uh, Japan expansion. And, you know, again, to Ray's point, you can all of a sudden give some of these guys over there like, hey, what's going on over here? They're they're actually treating us like something, 
Yeah, I can see it. All right, folks. So long gone. I'm sorry. One thing. Long, long gone is the time where WWE could get people just because of WWE. There's too many other places to work that give comparable money now, where that's the only thing that's to offer. So these other things matter. All right, folks. We're gonna take one quick break. We got two more topics to hit. Maybe not as prominent as the two we just talked about, but you know how we love our WWE main roster right here. DWI 389. Ray Cash. DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Pod and PC Tunney, Chairshot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. We will be right back. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out TheChairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairshot.com. TheChairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, we're back. DWI389. We got DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. We got Ray Cash from the upcoming season of Chair Shot NFL. Oh, from the upcoming season of Watch Me Make My Chair. I don't know what else you're talking about. August <laughs> August 30th will be the first uh, day we record Chair Shot NFL. So August 31st, that Thursday, uh, we're going to give our preseason picks for the division winners, a uh, little fantasy football talk. And, uh, you know, that's going to be me and Andrew and Ray all season long on Chairshot NFL. <laughs> that's Ray, R-A-Y, not R-E-Y. Not, not Ray as in King. No, it's the other Ray. He'll be there. As in Romano. Huh? Hey, don't shoot that puck up my pooper. No? Is that any good? That's DP's soundbite. I don't do a very good Ray Romano. Sorry, guys. But now, now you know. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Let's talk about everybody's favorite Austrian, Gunther. Right? He's Austrian, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Will he beat Chad Gable? Because inevitably it looks like that match is going to be at payback, which is going to be a week before Gunther would pass the Tongster for the longest Intercontinental Championship reign of all time. DJ... What says you? Because personally, here's a quick booking by Tunny. Maxine Dupree, right? Isn't she with Gable and whatchamacallit? Big mm-hmm. boy from up up north, Wisconsin. Otis. I think she's going to cost Gable, and she's going to end up going with Imperium and be the valet for one Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser? Man, that dude's money. Um, that I can't argue that I can't argue that logic. I said on our podcast about a week or two ago, I want Gunther to lose. I do not want Gunther to surpass the Tonkster's record. So this would mainly be then, because right? the Tonkster's record pisses so many people uh, off. That's a great point. It, it will piss people off even more if we get right to the line and Chad Gable yanks him back from it. I, and I'm here for that kind of chaos. Here's the problem with that, though. I don't know. I guess people won't care that much. Isn't it, aren't they trying to keep him face right now, Gable? No, yeah, Gable, he's a major over face. Uh, yeah, he's over, like, Rover, man. Yeah, I just could see that being even more catapulted by getting costed by a lady, right? Well, yeah, you you're, get and with your, vote but with your logic, though, people will be pissed off at him for not letting Gunther pass the Tonkster because they hate the Tonkster. 
I don't think it would be that. I think people <laughs> would be excited for Gable. I, I think so this is just me being an asshole just because oh, no, I, I hate the internet wrestling community. I like, like it. I like at it. large. So anything that pisses them off, like their favorite indie, you know, guy about to pass like a major milestone, I'm here for that. And I'm sorry again, you know, just like Oscar's career, I refuse to hear any rhetoric about how shitty the honky tonk man was. He may not have been a hold for hold great wrestler, but I will lay his Intercontinental Championship run up against anyone's just because of what it was, what it accomplished, and everything that everyone that he put over in the process of that that 13, 14 months. Great. So so I'm with you on I I want Gunther to lose, but not for the same reason. I want him to lose because recently we have seen every major title reign be broken. Romans re- held the title for 15 years. The no, New but, Day broke. The New Day broke the world title. But, uh, they beat but, Demolition a few years ago. But, but recently, no oh. one's broken anything. It's just they were leading to all of it. No, the the the, the New Day broke the record for most tag teams a few years ago. Okay, for but the that's tag so, team but since then. Well, the Usos turned around and beat them, didn't Usos they? Turned around and beat them right after that. The there's all the women's championships have been broken over the past couple of years. Almost every major title. So, so, so the reason I want Gunther to lose is not because I think Gunther should lose. It's because it's like money in the bank. If every cash in is successful, it's not gonna work. One's got to lose. You can't break every record. Somebody has to lose. And so Gunther, 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 so dominant. And then losing a little shorty G will be dope. dope. Now, to your, to your point about Maxine, Maxine's what we call in the hood a bird because she's flying to everybody. She she left the, max, the maximum male model to go with Otis and, 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 uh, and Gable. Now, she lead him to go with Imperium. And by the way, I'm glad you. One last thing, Gunther is, is a few. He also needs to lose the world title, so he, lose the title, so he can go get the world title. Because I, I can see him and Seth at WrestleMania for the world title. Him and Roman. Um, oh, well, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work for about a year and a half. No, I no two two heels. It's, it's not gonna work. They wouldn't book that. Um, uh, but Ludwig Kaiser is a superstar. Ludwig Kaiser got the most swag I've ever seen in a German white dude. He got so much swag, bro. And like, you're not German. (laughs) (gasps) I know Tony Shute's last name, and I just said it to myself, and that is it's a German name. It's the point. (laughs) My bad. My bad. Tony, he just said you have no swag whatsoever. Absolutely no swag. Well, but Tony's albino, so it doesn't count. Oh, that's right. He's he's a German white black dude. From <laughs> <laughs> which can't. No, I, hey man, and I, Vinci's maybe pound for pound one of the best wrestlers in the game. Kaiser got all the swag in the world and can go and looks like a million bucks. And Gunter is probably the best big match wrestler they got outside of Roman. Dog. And you know what? Imperium might not last the rest of the year. <laughs> No, eventually they're going to have to do something individually with these guys. 
Gunter, they're gonna get sick of Gunter beating them up after they lose a match, bro. Well, like, you're not gonna chop me and think we're gonna be homies anymore after that. Here's the deal. Let's let's slide it right in. This is a really good transition because if they do something with the fucking tag team titles, then Ooh. you might be able to keep Imperium together, where you get <clears throat> secondary tag team run, and while Gunther chases a world title or something like that. But the question here. What should they do with these titles? I feel for them because they've had the biggest stroke of bad luck since Kevin and Sammy won. First, Pretty Deadly gets a great push and it's fantastic. And then Kit breaks his shoulder. Okay, Ridge or Holland his strikes shoulder. again. Separated shoulder. Ridge Holland strikes again. No, that wasn't Ridge's fault that time. No. It, but the Biggie, only one but that Biggie will never fault. wrestle again. The only one that really was his fault, and I don't even blame him for Biggie as much as because Biggie could have helped when he messed up Johnny. <laughs> that was all him. Yeah. Oh, God, that was all him. Um, but no, so so that was a big thing, and then Sammy kept trying to stay along with the bloodline situation until Jay finally turned. So then he couldn't focus on the titles. Then they did the whole game with the Judgment Day. Well, the Judgment will they won't they, and then both of them get hurt. It's just like. We forget WrestleMania is April, so May, June, July, August. They've only had it four months. Yeah. And and one month they had a few with a team that got hurt. They feuded off and on with another team, the Judgment Day, which is they're still kind of doing that, which the Judgment Day has bigger feuds <laughs> than them. And then they both get hurt in the last month. It's just bad luck, dog. It just seems like tag team championships in WWE right now are under like this black cloud. Yeah, I mean they can't get the women's tag titles off the ground. Um, they absorbed that NXT women's tag title, which they probably should have, but now you don't have anything going on really. Um, that's it. And we haven't seen we haven't seen I, Alba and they should, Isla since. Would you guys be upset if they made them relinquish the titles and they split them back up onto each brand? Wouldn't hurt I, me at all. I think that's the right move. And go, you're on SmackDown, so whenever you're both healthy and ready, at the next pay-per-view that doesn't already have a challenger, you get to fight for those titles in a fair match. By the way, can we talk about the Hurt Profits? No, we can't. Let's move on. <laughs> the, the, the street business? <laughs> oh, we can talk about the, Okay, I got some street business with you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> was that the whitest hood thing I ever said in my life? Hey, hey, pal, it, I got some street business with you over there <laughs> talking to you. Let me talk, listen to me, Buster. <laughs> Newsflash, buddy. I got some street business. For you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, homie, you out here trying to catch a two-piece? <laughs> Yeah, you ever see that? You ever see that? Cash is officially a white no, do you ever see that YouTube <laughs> short? You've seen that YouTube Man. short, right? So what? The YouTube short with the Hispanic dude that walks around like the streets and some of the hoods, and he's like, he's got his hand in his jacket, and he walks yeah. up to some hard-looking dudes, and he's like, Alfredo sent me. He said you're trying to catch a two-piece, man. <laughs> and they're like, and they are legit like say what or whatever and then he gets to it and he pulls out like two pieces of chicken from KFC but sometimes <laughs> oh sometimes they don't care and sometimes he don't even give it a chance to pull that shit out he's got to run this dude has got some quick reflexes man balls of steel brother oh, balls craziness, of steel craziness, craziness. couldn't be me 
I just think they need to do something because we're so reliant on major storylines right now. Like there's no building underneath of what you guys said. What comes next as we move into that, right? Are we really in the bottom of the third, Heyman, or are we in the top of the eighth and you guys don't really know how to fucking finish this off? I think it's somewhere in the middle there. I think we're about halfway through this of what they had wanted to do, but you need other things going on. Nothing is secondary in the women's division. There's just those two titles. Nothing is secondary outside of basically the IC, the world, and and the universal because those are considered probably the three biggest titles in the world right now. And there's nothing happening underneath there. And every major star seems to be connected to a tag team. I, I know the Usos is broke up, but Roman and the Usos for the longest. Um, but now Bobby and the Hurt Prophets. Even Ray and, and, and LWO. Uh, you see, Cody and you Sammy see, and Kevin. You see Imperium. Kofi. You see Kofi with the chair telling y'all to move the boat. Oh, my God. I almost lost I it. I lost my Move your boat. I saw that. Move your boat. Oh, you man. You knew what happened. That's crazy. The new Day is awesome. The new, by the way, New Day's back. New Day rocks. Yeah. New Day rocks. Yeah, I think they got to do something here. They got to do something with that. And did we not get a little tease of a possible faction with, like, freaking Seth and Cody and Sammy and KO? Kind of felt that way for a little while. I'd say more Cody, Sammy, and KO. Seth and yeah. Cody will never, ever. Yeah, well, they kind of shook hands in that one bra or whatever. Can they coexist? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that happens. But you guys got anything else? You got anything else main roster before we uh, get the last call? Hmm. Um, main roster. Huh. Or anywhere. Just don't. Just don't spoil last call. Can I? Can Can I shout out how amazing Melo versus Wesley is going to be next week? Yeah, I think you just did. My first and foremost, look, if you watch NXT, no, I don't. The promo that Wesley cut talking about how all he's ever heard was can't and how he wasn't supposed my boy was talking about I want to be a wrestler in the military. They laughed at me because they said I can't do it. And all the thing you know, and then you know Wentz got fired and did that stupid stuff and all from an in ring perspective, it's gonna be maybe one of the five best matches you'll see all year in WWE. Yeah. But also, when you think about where both of these dudes have come from, in this company, before they got to this company, who they are, both being undersized but continuing to show that their size doesn't matter because they're continually beating bigger people. I mean, Wesley beat Dijak earlier in the night. Um, and then, you know, forgive me for being the dude who wants to point out that how often do we get two black dudes fighting for a world championship on TV? I'm, I'm just so hyped for that. He was, he was going to be fire in general. But that match is going to that feud is going to be fire, bro. So I just want to shout that out, man, because we don't talk enough NXT. I said early on when the when the shit happened with the I'm calling them the Rascals when they when they split up because you know his his boy got the shit happened to him. I said from day one because he uh, West came out and he cut this promo. You know what am I going to do moving forward? I saw something then, and I said this on the podcast. I'm pulling for the guy because there's something about him. Even back then, I looked at him. I'm like, this kid's got something more than just a tag team wrestler. And I'm so glad to see 
that I was right. Like and so many times I've been so wrong on so many wrestlers. Like, I can't even tell you. I thought his I thought I I said the same thing with that same promo, but I thought his ceiling was North American title. I didn't think he would be the best who's ever held that belt. Like, yeah. If yeah. you've watched his run, the matches he's had, and the people he's beat, I didn't see that coming. Right. Well, the other thing that I look at is how comfortable they feel with themselves. I've seen him. Let's see. NXT does the loop by me. They they do a little place here, probably about 10, 15-minute drive away. And I've been to about five of them over the last two two years or so. He's been at four of them. And he's one, he's been one of the better matches on the card every single time. But the last couple times he's been there, after the match, he's done like an after-match promo. He's so comfortable. Like, he's he's really grown into this full-blown superstar that gets out there and interacts and, and just puts all the other things together other than just the ring work. And it, it's, been, it's been neat to watch him evolve into that. So go watch Heat Wave next Tuesday. You're going to see an amazing match of the year candidate. And then you're going to see a murder on live television when Dragunov kills Trick Williams. Yeah. He's, gonna, he's going to murder him. It's oh. going to be vicious and barbaric and beautiful. And Trick Williams is another one I'm going to put my money on right now. Keep an eye on that kid. Yeah, but he got to get it together in the ring. Because that Drew, when you have a bad match with Drew Gulak, yeah. I was... Uh, yeah, it's he's got to put that together, but he's got the other parts. Like yeah. he's like the he's like the opposite of Wesley. Wes had it in the ring first, and then he put the rest of it. Trick has the character the way he's genuinely again these house shows. I've seen him at three different house shows. He's genuinely been one of the most entertaining aspects of the house shows that I go to. And as two guys, as two guys who've actually taken a bump in the ring, we can tell you. The easiest part of being a wrestler is the wrestling. Is the wrestling, yep. It's the rest of it that's hard to do. This is way so too much NXT to talk for the DWI podcast. You're listening to ChairShot Radio Network right here on thechairshot.com. Don't forget prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. You guys, don't come on here and sound all like you know what's going on. You make me look bad. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. With DJ and Ray Cash. All right, gentlemen. Last call. Go ahead and crack one open if you need to. Here's the topic. MJF. He uh, he went on the socials. And uh, I think it was the gram. I quote. 
Yo, at Logan Paul, I'm a big fan, and I heard you were very upset with your ranking in the at ESPN top 30 under 30. I couldn't agree with you more. The list was flawed. What the hell is a Vikingo? Would love to come on at Impulsive and talk about the list as well, as the fact that at AW is about to run the biggest show in the history of the sport on August 27th. I don't know if that's true. Uh, hopefully your boss and our mutual friend Jolly Old Saint Nick will allow it. P.S. I wrote this while slipping on a prime with my nose up your ass. Yours sincere. That was another. But yours sincerely, numero uno, <laughs> MJF. I did. I did add a little personal commentary. Uh, what a what a brilliant thing to do by MJF. No way in hell Logan Paul's doing anything. To hurt the hand that is feeding him very well right now in WWE, in my opinion. I don't know. I think that he would have to get permission to have this happen. I don't, oh, I think, undoubtedly. I think he would if he if he just went ahead and did it without even asking or bringing it up or anything. I think there would be some sour grapes in the relationship. So let's let's talk facts. Let's talk facts. WWE. WWE needs Logan Paul. I got Paul. some street he business with you, pal. Paul. <laughs> Look here, bucko. Uh, he made me do it. I was going to say bucko. Damn it. <laughs> WWE needs Logan Paul. He don't need that. Number one. That's just facts. Now, their relationship works perfectly. But WWE is the ones that are calling Logan. Logan's not calling WWE. I think need is a very strong word there. But I think that WWE benefits more than Logan Paul does. Let's put okay. it that way. Number two, MJF about to be free agent. Impulsive is not a WWE podcast. This could be a way to legally tamper. This is... Okay. Do you think Logan Paul really wants to do that? Why wouldn't he? Let's, keep it, let's Paul... keep it $1 here, Raymond Cashington's the 74th. I thought I thought like Patrick killed like thirty of. The I think that's what he was up to was seventy four. That's why I thought I was hoping okay. you're still the same guy. <laughs> um, Logan Paul has fallen in love with wrestling. Oh God! You yeah. can see it. You can hear it when he talks. Impulsive used to be just about regular stuff and going on in the world. One out of every two podcasts he does now is about wrestling with a wrestler. For him to not be interested in, in interviewing the biggest non-WWE wrestler in the world right now only because of the championship. There's other guys bigger. That would not be a bad idea for him, especially considering how both of them are so similar in kayfabe. He just came out and said today him and Dominic Mysterio should be a tag team because they'd be the most hated tag team That's in the world. That's brilliant. I... I Absolutely brilliant idea. Think, and I've, I got, think, I've got something to back Rich point up, but go ahead. Go I, ahead I just don't think either of that happens. Go ahead, DJ. Oh, well, probably won't, but I think it's a good idea if it would. So about two years ago on the Broken Skull Sessions, we had Chris Jericho on, and they got Vince McMahon's approval to do it. I can absolutely, this is, this is a WWE-owned. That is so apples and oranges. How? Oh, it's Man, fucking Chris Jericho! Fucking Skull Sessions flies under WWE banner. It's Chris Jericho! MJF ever been in the WWE even? Chris Jericho had the biggest night in WWE history. Samoa Joe smacked MJF in the chest. I saw it. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you can go back to <laughs> talking NXT. Reach, if, this going, if this is where we're going, this is where we're going. Let's just go back to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But think about it. That is that would be the most genius legal tampering they could ever do. Yeah. This is probably what it feels like to listen to me book when I when I do ridiculous booking. This is what it feels no, like. No, no, it, it's way worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> booking way with worse. Tony. Booking with Tony. Bye Tony. Okay, booking by Tony. It's like bye Menon. <laughs> Now, no. I can see a scenario where it could work. Um, will it happen? Probably not. But I, I could absolutely because what's what does WWE really have to lose by Nick or Nick Khan or Vince going? Yeah, go ahead, pal. Like, argue me that. What do they lose in the deal? They're giving. I mean, a, yeah, they're giving they're this giving, exposure. They're giving. Which, a, they're giving AEW exposure. Is what? And do they really? I mean, do they care? No. Do they maybe want them to succeed? Maybe yes. But like. I don't think that they're looking to to give any more exposure to AEW heading into their biggest show in the history of their company. Let's go further. Let's go further than this. Rob Van Dam just had two appearances on AEW, had a match with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I guess he's not Jungle Boy no more. JR killed that. He's under contract to WWE. He said they gave him permission, permission, but that's also apples and oranges again. That's not Logan Paul interviewing the biggest star on the other company before they go into their biggest show in their company's history. Who's to say they talk about that the majority of the time? It doesn't matter. He's still associated with it. Why would MJF go on there if not to do that? Why would WWE care? I, this is just, they this just, is one of those. Go ahead. I'm, sorry, I'm just last. I'm sorry. Five seconds. Just trying Many to tickets is going to sell today. Why would they care? I, I'm just saying, I I wouldn't. I don't think it's best for business on the WWE side. No, on the WWE side, not. But I, I absolutely understand and respect MJF's carny attitude about it. It got to take back to and again, apples and oranges, Tony. When uh, Ken Shamrock openly on Monday Night Raw challenged Mike Tyson to a fight, we knew it was never in a million years going to happen. However, just the exposure of him saying those words. Like a WWE wrestler wants to legit shoot fight Mike Tyson, that's exposure. And so, you know, I respect the Carney hustle from MJF for even, you know, attempting to reach out, even if he knows there's not a snowball's chance in hell. Remember when Sammy and Kevin got fired and uh, Kurt Angle's like, well, TNA is hiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, this, this is, they care so much, whatever level we think they care. They care way less than that. There's there's a huge misconception with this AEW UK show. They were going to sell that many tickets. UK is starving for some good wrestling. They're starving for something over there. They were going to sell out. I think when it's all said and done, this is a one and done for them. They're going to come back and they're going to settle right back into into their little zone where they are. And they are such a distant second place. I'm, to WWE. I'm glad you said that because this isn't what All In was originally. The right. original All In was a real movement. It was, it was really fans saying, "We this matters to us. We want something this, else." Yes, this is just anything else to do. Let's go. It's 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 this this is a destination. It this isn't like think about it. There was a card. 
they, they there was talk of not even booking the card until the show. And again, they deserve all credit for what they've done. I'm not taking oh, it. Oh yeah. But I don't think this is the beginning of them running stadiums. Like they still this and Arthur Ashe, they because they those are destination shows now. They still pulling five five thousand seats on Wednesdays. I, I don't yeah. want I don't want the I don't want how I feel about other wrestling companies to be misconstrued. I want AEW to succeed. I want them to sell out shows. I want them to grow as a company because yes, you're never going to WWE is a it's almost not even the same thing anymore. Right? There's what WWE right. does and then there's everybody else and AEW is the king of everybody else right now. I would say even over New Japan if you want to go globally. Oh, New Japan is dead. They've man. fallen oh. off pretty hard. But I still want AEW to do better <laughs> in ways that they clearly could have without excuse. Like we talk about, let's talk about uh, a stat in tennis called unforced errors, right? That's when you hit an easy ball out of bounds or into the net without having your opponent force you into a difficult shot. A lot of unforced errors by AEW. So don't get it twisted. I'm not over here rooting against these other companies. I'm rooting for them to do better and get better. But personally, I still love my soap opera with action involved called WWE, which I've been following since the mid-80s, right? So give some of the old, the old WWE heads a break here. We've been watching it for a long time. But great discussion today. I don't know. Last thoughts around the horn. Um, Ray, you, you crashed in. Why don't you go first? We'll let DJ have the last word. I think we all need to be very happy of the growth of the business that another company not run by Vince McMahon can sell 80,000 tickets. But I think in the same breath, because context is king, not cash, context. In having the context, I think we should all be able to say this is an amazing accolade. This is fantastic. This is also an anomaly. They have to prove... The very first WrestleMania was an anomaly. WrestleMania three was an anomaly until they started showing they can do this every year. And then it became the norm. Now cities bid on WrestleMania. So just because you can do something once doesn't mean that this is the norm. And I think we need to be able to differentiate between the two and understand that both things can be true. Also, MGF, MJF may be the smartest man in wrestling behind Roman Reigns. Oh, I, I was waiting on you. Um, <clears throat> I just wish that wrestling fans would get to a point where they understand you don't have to pick and choose. Like, there's literally something. I was just talking to my girlfriend. She was asking me what we were talking about tonight. I said, we're talking wrestling. She's like, I didn't realize it was that much wrestling to talk about. I said, honey, there's wrestling on six nights a week, you know, between three or four different companies. I said, there's a ton of wrestling going on. She said, but you don't watch them all. I said, I don't, but I could. And I could enjoy things about each of them for different reasons. Like Tony just said, I love the WWE soap opera. People don't want to hear this, but you get some really good wrestling mixed in with the soap opera stuff. And if you're a wrestling nerd and you like the work rate stuff, it's there. You just got to sift through the soap opera, you know? And if you want to go watch the work rate stuff, that's out there too. Understand that you can watch it all. 
I wouldn't recommend watching it all. I'd recommend touching some grass, loving up on a significant other, and getting a hobby. But the the option to do so is there. So I, I, I that's what I want for wrestling fans. I like it. <laughs> you elitist non-basement dweller, you. <laughs> As uh, I sit with my replica title right over uh, my shoulder. <laughs> no sense of irony at all. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I had a great time tonight. I want to thank you both for uh, helping me out with uh, AJ and DP being gone. Um, like I said, you know, you'll find Ray and I and Andrew on Chairshot NFL. You can listen to uh... my, you listen to the mindless podcast, wrestling podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, but before we get out of there, out of here, Ray, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and um, anything else that you have going on besides Chairshot NFL coming up? Well, you you can find me on Yahoo Instant Messenger. <laughs> that was Ray. Which that was Ray Cashington's like the forty second. You could, or better yet, you can find me on my own efed at no. I'm <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the socials at it's Ray Cash R E Wise Mysterio C A S H as in dollars. If you if you on the threads, I'm at Ray Hustle as R E Y still. Uh yeah, and you won't find me on Wednesdays. I mean, you no, know, I don't show, know what. Yeah, the show drops I don't know Thursdays. This young so. man, I don't I don't know. I'll be on Thursdays either. I don't know what this man's talking about. Yeah, because we're recorded on Wednesday. I want you to, I want y'all to know that if y'all hear me on Wednesday or Thursday, call for help. I'll hear you. Okay. (laughs) You just put that chair together. You'll have no problem. Because I'm gonna eat as I literally walked from the car to this. Uh, Talk about dedication. Yeah, you can go back. You're listening now. Thursday, uh, Friday, we're recording Wednesday. So by now, you can go to Ray's uh, Twitter handle or X handle at its Ray Cash, and you can find the chair that he built. I'm sure he's gonna put it up when he builds it because I want to see it. I surely won't. He will. Uh, DJ, go ahead. I got nothing. I gave you guys all my socials. I'm never on there at the Mindless Pod on the app formerly known as Twitter. Tax Deej on Instagram again, and I'm on the threads, but I don't even know what a thread is. Yeah. Listen. Tune in tomorrow morning, right? Listen to the Mindless Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Some of the best discussion and some of the most fun you'll ever listen to. Those boys killing on there, man. I I appreciate you saying that. Thank you for the kind words. Much like... All the great shows on Chairshot Radio Network. Uh, you can follow DP at It's Me DPP at AJ at Phenomenal AJB. Follow me at PC Tunney at Podcast DWI and Podcast DWI on Facebook. Goodbye. Get in here and close the show. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.